0: Everybody and welcome to Punchlines. I am Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan, coming to you live right here at the South Point Casino here in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's a Monday. I've shaved. I look pretty fresh. Ryan, did you shave today? I shaved. Yeah. Did you shower today? I did shower. It's a Monday. Come on, don't you know my schedule by now? Mondays kick off the week with a shower and a shave, right? All right. You, you've never had. I don't facial hair. I don't. I can't do facial hair. I don't look good. I've never. I had a goatee when they were big. Uh, when I was doing stand up, like in the mid, when goatees were really in, I have a, I have a headshot somewhere with a goatee. I could find it. But have you ever done facial hair?
1: Um, no, it's not in my jeans. Yeah, to have I hear you. Facial yeah, hair. Yeah, me neither. All right.
0: Well, that was fascinating, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, on the video, a very funny friend of mine from Los Angeles. He does stand up. He writes, uh, We're in a small fraternity of being big time warm up guys. And uh, the reason he's on, folks, he's a huge Cleveland Browns fan in Cleveland. Had a great victory yesterday, the AFC North. What a what a division right now, the Steelers. We're going to talk about that with our second guest. But uh, first guest will be um, – our second guest on the video will be Bill Sindelar. Very funny guy I haven't talked to in a while, but we have always uh, talked smack about the Browns and Steelers. He's also a, a Cavaliers fan and a Guardians fan, so, you know. Must be hard. Must be hard. The Guardians, I mean, come on. Yeah. I actually kind of rooted for the Guardians because I'm tired of the Cubs and I hated Joe Madden. So I was rooting for the Indians to win that World
1: Series. Tired of the Cubs when they hadn't won a World Series in 180 but years? But Joe Ma- but they took
0: out, they, it's a long story, but Jung Ho Gong or whatever, they they broke his leg coming in at second base on a on a slide and that screwed up our whole playoffs when you, uh, you don't want to hear the <laughs> suffering of a Pirates fan. Anyway, and in the no, studio coming up very shortly, the very sportsbook cherished director cherished here at the South Point Casino, Chris Andrews. We'll talk about how the NFL set a record yesterday, and we'll hear a story about the Mendoza line. Mendoza! Do you know what that's from? It's from the Simpsons. Okay. Bate McBain is the, the the here action hero on the show, and then Mendoza. So he screams, Mendoza! So a few people. If Bob Dell's watching, he got that joke. Uh, today is November 13th, 2023, uh, and it's our show number 26. Show 26. That's our Rod Woodson show right there. That's all-time Steeler All right. great. Yeah. We won a Super Bowl with the Ravens who I hate, but they lost yesterday, so everything's good. Do you have a number 26
1: that you like? Um, it's not a real popular number. Yeah, first one that comes to mind is Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Saquon
0: Barkley, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Where's he go next year? He's not a Giant. They, they they're
1: that whole The Giants are a mess. Is, uh, yeah. Mess.
0: Yeah, Dallas destroyed them twice. Yep. Twice they've been destroyed. Okay. Anyway, uh, on this day in history, November 13th, 1875. This qualifies as a Frank's fast take. Should we run the should we do the fast fast Please. take? Do you want to do the noise? Go sure. for it, Ryan. <laughs> oh my God! So my buddy Bob gave me a great idea. So what we're going to do for Frank's Fast Takes on Friday? We're going to do the intro of Billy Gardell's impression of Clint Eastwood. Going, all right, let's all do right. that. And then at the end of the graphic, we're going to have him go. That's enough of that crap. So we should do that. That could be our new intro and outro for Frank's Fast Take. I like that is Billy like Gardell that. doing Clint Eastwood? Okay. I sent you the sound clip. I think I was. Or if I didn't, I'll send him to you. Okay. He's already okay. cut it for it. you. Bob yeah. already did your yeah. job. But then we can change it. It's fun. We might as well, we'll add layers. This shows an onion. Uh, okay, so on November 13th, 1875, Yale and Harvard were the first football teams to wear uniforms in an uh, intercollegiate football game. Before that, total naked. They played naked.
1: They look like Oompa Loompas.
0: We have a picture. There's, they're the uniform. Oompa Loompas. Are you, on pay- are you getting money from Warner Brothers to mention that the new Willy Wonka movie is coming out in December? <laughs> is,
1: this, is this a slide <laughs> promotional? Sponsor new sponsor
0: true story about the oompa loompas might as well digress for a second uh i was taken to the theater to see Willy wonka when i was a child and you were included as an oompa loompas? i was oh, wow yeah i had just got out of the tanning bed i was three foot tall when the oompa loompas came on and my sister can verify this i horrified of the oompa loompas had to take me out of the theater they every time so they come on like what half a dozen times quite a bit I just saw these little orange guys with green hair, and I just started screaming. So I still—if you ever want to scare me dresses as an Oompa-Loompa. Still horrified by Oompa-Loompas, yeah. And I love right. that movie. It was on HBO every day after school uh, in the eighties. I watched it every time, and even at like you know preteen teenager, still a little a little creeped out. Okay. Yeah, and the new one looks interesting with Timothy Chalamet. I don't know. So anyway, yeah, the the football game—they that was the first time they wore uniforms. Uh, and they were, of course, very different looking uniforms. I've got a special out,
1: special shout out for on this day. So 2019, oh. my dad and I went to the Blackhawks at Golden Knights game. My dad's okay. good friends with Eddie Olczyk. Eddie O. So oh, there's a we picture. We got to take a picture with Eddie O. Fun hockey game.
0: Now Eddie Olczyk, who has a tie to the Penguins, of course, as well. Yep. Uh, a lot of people probably already know this, but the guy is a horse.
1: Yep, Nuts. Gets out picks pretty much every weekend. Okay,
0: and when on the big three races, when he does like the the, the Derby and the Preakness and the Belmont, yep. I always bet him, and one year, was about three or four years ago, he had like the trifecta. He had yep. it. Yep. Do you remember that?
1: I do remember that, It was that, like yeah. two
0: years ago. So from then on in, I yeah. always just throw like, oh, was maybe a little longer, but I always throw 10 bucks on whatever Eddie O's got. But yeah, great guy. That's a great picture. Yep. Uh, anyway, Harvard won that first game four to nothing. So I hope you guys are on the safeties. Looks like they had two of them wow. back then. I don't know anything, how the sports book you know. dig, but two safeties. Yeah, <laughs> they scored football differently back then. Speaking of gambling, shall we talk about nailed it or failed it? Oh, we got a graphic for that too, ladies and gentlemen. No sound effect, but look at that. <laughs> nailed it or failed it? Yeah, failed I don't like it was seeing that this red again What's
1: up? That? that was us this weekend. Wait, what? Our, uh, well, wait a
0: whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. Well, let's not group me in with you and well, Alex. See, you grouped it by making the Farley. <laughs> so. I like we the parlay
0: parlay. All right, let's uh so let's just review on Friday. We've done it two weeks in a row. We won the first week, second week, we had Alex here. Ice cold. Yeah. And
1: you went with a Friday game. You went with yep. an NBA game. Yeah. So I went with the Sixers Yeah, who actually were losing at halftime. They were. You wrote and you went, They're looking awful, right? Yeah. And I said and I said really to a long game. And, and there's uh, our parlay. Here's what we lost. They ended up being a seventeen okay. with a minute forty to go. Yeah and just absolutely collapsed. Right.
0: So here's the ending of the game. Brian, tell us what's going on here. Well, so the Pistons... They're up 17.
1: ...are trying to make it a relevant game, right? But every single sixer's possession is they're dribbling the ball up the court and just chucking up threes. No one's trying to get the rebound, except for Embiid. Embiid. Chucking up threes. And then seven seconds left, they try to dribble out the clock. He throws this up. Now that would have covered if that shot, right? The announcers are saying that should count. That should count. And they... Don't review it whatsoever. Now you've replayed
0: it, right? I mean, it's yeah, real close. So here it is. Does it leave his
1: hand. It looks like the the backboard's a little off. The score bug, but so if that hit, no we win.
0: We that cover. leg. That yeah, leg. They only won eight. would have won by eleven. Yep. And your your Friday leg of the farley, which stands for Frank, Alex, and Ryan farley, parlay would have would have would have set us off for Saturday. Yep. Where we usually have Alex come in, but Alex's Houston and Cincy thing didn't pan out.
1: No, Cincy uh, won outright.
0: Yeah, Cincinnati won out, right? Who's looked awful this year, Cincinnati, by the way. So yeah. I don't mind her pick. I mean, they crushed Pitt. That's not saying much because Pitt is, well, it rhymes with it. But anyway. Uh, and
1: then yours but, was a little bit of
0: a sweat. But I'm lighting up green. Yeah, mine turned out to be a little bit of a sweat. I took the Steelers. And remember, I was, you know, just to help the benefit of the parlay, I was going to take Steelers minus three, three and a half. And I said, no, money line. Yeah. I just, I said, they're not going to lose at for... home. Yeah. Tomlin with nine days rest, third game of a homestand before we go play Cincy in Cleveland or Cleveland and Cincy take the Steelers' money line, and here comes Jordan Love marching down the field. I thought the game was over with the Pickens thing, but DJ's called for a screen. Anyway, came down to that final play, which, by the way—now, have you heard about this? And I'll have to ask Chris about this. So uh, our defensive coordinator, uh, Terrell Terrell Austin—Terrell's his first name, I think? Anyway, he called a defensive play for the last play of the game. Okay. And Green Bay didn't have any timeouts, they're about to snap it. Now, apparently what's happened is Minka Fitzpatrick, our all-world, you know, safety— Yep. He runs up and is screaming that it's the wrong call, which causes the Steelers to call a timeout, which the announcers were puzzled, right? They're like, wait a second, why are we calling a timeout? Minka said that's the wrong defense. So he actually like sit Tomlin listens and puts like six defenders on the goal line. On the goal line. On the goal line, which I'm like, ooh, I like that. I like that.
1: Watching that, I did not like it. You did not. Because you're rooting for the Steelers. You can just run a hook and ladder right there. Pitch it 15 yards, and then hopefully you get something to go to the line. But putting everybody on the goal line like
0: that—well, not everybody. It was still, you still. Well, yes,
1: they had their pass rushers. They had a but lot, had but anyway, that
0: pass is right to the end zone. And Neil, I mean, by the way, there's a there's a fan's uh, view that he took, and you like from the end zone, so you just see how it was just it was a bad design, and just that uh, we picked it off. Uh yeah. So it was like that that that. So if they if that's a catch, then the Steelers lose. Yep. The firelight probably didn't really matter. But Off I did three. have the Steelers. I did take the Steelers. Uh, I also had Jordan Love would throw a pick. Now he didn't throw that. He threw two picks. He had thrown one earlier. But th- that would have been trama- that would have been tremendous, yeah. tremendous, tremendous. Had that been the interception. But anyway, uh, yeah, I hit a huge parlay too over the weekend. Do we have a picture Yourself? of
1: that? I don't know. The the forty dollars that you I, won. It was
0: forty seven dollars, <laughs> Ryan, on the app. Forty seven bucks. I had a uh, Boise State. And I think Arizona over UCLA, was it Arizona or Arizona State? Was there, uh, I think it was Arizona State. Arizona State. And uh, the Steelers, I had the Steelers, and $10 paid $47, ladies and gentlemen. Now that's a pretty nice hit, right? You're like, hey, it's a nice little parlay action, so I nailed that. But that is nothing compared to the $5.5 million that a guy, which might be considered the most lucrative parlay of all time, this guy placed it in a Florida, man. Florida man. A Florida man. Usually it has to do with an alligator and a Wendy's drive through window. Yeah. A Florida man and some sort of firearm and a bottle of uh, Everclear or Fireball. Yeah. But instead, this guy at the Hard Rock Sportsbook in Florida, I'll have to ask Chris in a minute if he heard of this. There it is. Put $500,000 on a four-leg same-game parlay, and he must love Houston. Single Terry over 51 yards, uh, which he did. He had made a ton. Anytime TD over 45 and a half, and the Texans to win. So, that game-winning field goal
1: by the backup kicker.
0: By the backup, by a kicker they signed. Because remember last week they had a running back kicking. Daré, yep. say his last name. Ogumbawale. Oh my god! Nice job. I, I, I was just say Daré, the running back. Yeah, they they got Kai Forbath, I think is the guy's name. That's their regular kicker. They still hurt, so they get this guy to come in and he kicks a winner. Could you imagine if you're this guy going? This guy was driving an Uber earlier this week, and now I have five million dollars. <laughs> on this kick and the guy hits it that is huge uh yeah i mean 30 to 27 so, oh I yeah mean, and that sent it over 000. it was already over but um it's difficult to get seven figures down on one wager 5.5 million it's an anomaly it's why perhaps this is the biggest win recorded since the u.s supreme court sanctioned online sports betting he, didn't, he did it from his couch this guy might have just been in a t-shirt and no pants sitting on his couch five million dollars
1: how we all used to do zoom you speak for yourself, Ryan, because I, I, <laughs>
0: I always made sure I had pants. Although, the last Gambling's podcast that I worked Pajamas, on... Pajamas, maybe. What's that?
1: Pajamas, maybe.
0: Pajamas. The last podcast I did involved sports, uh, sports gambling and stuff during COVID. Um, one of our handicappers, I won't say his name here because I don't remember it, but anyway, he was on Zoom, and at the interview of stood up, and he didn't have pants on, and I didn't see it, but the girls that were running everything did. He's an old-timer, and what I don't guy. know. Maybe old-time bookies and handicappers like to do things pantless. I'm not sure. Maybe he was a fan of that Harvard... It's more natural. (laughs) ...that Harvard game in 1875. Um, Now, you want to talk about a big payout. That guy made $5.5 million. That is not... These segues are amazing today, by the way. That is not the biggest payout of the weekend. Now, I have his his name written down as Jumbo Fisher. It's Jimbo Fisher. Jumbo payout. Jumbo payout for Jimbo Fisher. There's your New York Post headline right there. Yeah, so um, I think you have a graphic. Look at this. This is insane. So it shows his history of salaries... And uh Ryan cleverly at the end from 20- 2024 to 2031 he's going to make 76 million dollars
1: doing nothing.
0: Doing nothing. You know what he's going to do? He's probably going to buy a house in Florida. He's Look probably going to make a 1998
1: what? making 72,000. Which isn't bad coin. And now making over 10 million.
0: What's the multiplication of 72 to 76 million? It's infinite. It's a lot. It's a lot of zeros, but you know what, maybe he's the guy who did the big parlay yesterday from Florida. Right? Yeah. He might have been like, hey, I got five million to drop or five hundred thousand to drop. Well,
1: AM fired their coach and then they beat Mississippi State. Mississippi State just fired their coach today.
0: There's a lot of coachings going. Yeah, a lot of coaches got fired, but seventy six point eight million dollars for doing
1: nothing. Nada.
0: Unbelievable. Well, you want to know who does a lot, and he's always busy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh he runs the sports book here at South Point Casino. We should bring him in. Now the, the first thing I'm gonna Yeah, the first thing I'm gonna talk about is the Steeler game because I mean we're both diehard Steeler fans. That's how we met in Pittsburgh two hey, years back.
1: Green Bay sucks.
0: Oh, you say you always just say Green Bay sucks. Yeah. It's well, just it's inherited. In down, you. baby. <laughs> you're a Devin, you're a Packer fan?
1: Yeah, he's oh,
0: so two guys on our crew, besides cheesehead. Ryan, Devin who's TD in today, he's a he's a Packer fan. Cheesehead. Yeah. Cheesehead. Yeah. Ma'am. Yeah, people were wearing cheeseheads in Pittsburgh too. Two good fan bases. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the director of Sportsbook here at the lovely South Point Casino where we were busy all weekend. It's Chris Andrews. All right, Chris. So, were you watching the Steeler game live?
1: Yes,
2: I of watching course you was. <laughs>
0: That's true, you know, because, you know, Pittsburgh, when they do those ratings every year for yeah. regional ratings, Pittsburgh's always the te- like 80% of televisions in Pittsburgh. Who are the other twenty percent? I don't know. What are they watching?
3: Yeah. I, what are yeah. they
0: watching in Pittsburgh? Probably bowling like,
3: for dollars. I or did, uh,
0: I was going to say Nick Perry. I can't yeah. remember Nick Perry. Oh my. Yeah. Okay. Of course I remember Nick Perry. Nick, we used to have this. We have a Pennsylvania State Lottery, Ryan, and this guy Nick Perry hosted the Bowling for Dollars
3: show. Yep. And pulled a, and was in the lottery. He and he, lottery. he was
0: the guy with the the long Gene Rayburn Bob Barker microphone, yeah. and they would draw the numbers live. And by the way, the number in Pennsylvania or in Pittsburgh. That's like people play the number yeah. every day.
3: Uh, well, when I was, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't was prepared like, to you, talk about. No, this. no, no. My, one of my uncle Jack, who I've talked about, your uncle Jack, time, yeah, uncle Jack, uh, his longtime partner. They 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 split up, but okay. amicably. Uncle Jack went into sports betting, and the other guy <laughs> went into. He became like the biggest numbers numbers guy in uh, in uh, in Pittsburgh. And uh, when I was <laughs> one time, when I was in Pittsburgh. With my wife, we went to Tambellini's. Oh you know, my big, God.
0: My mom worked at Tambellini's. Oh, yeah. yeah she big was in the wise guy joint. Yeah, so yeah. I
3: walk in, I, I right tell my wife on the way in, I says, you know, we might see somebody I know. <laughs> so we sit at the table. Yeah, you know, we're talking. Here comes this guy, not, not the guy, but his brother. Okay. Chrissy, what's up? I no haven't way. seen. <laughs> I no way. Say, oh, yeah. <laughs> I told him, I said, I knew we'd see someone. Is it that is. the
0: Tim Lees that was right through the uh, the Liberty tubes there? It was right yeah. when you came yeah, out? Yeah, up on the hill kind of. Oh, up to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was, just, oh, those was a couple. a long
3: time. Yeah, there was a bunch of Tim Lees. Yeah, so
0: anyway, this guy, Ryan, Nick Perry, he was uh, he was the host of the lottery. So he rigged the lottery. So what they did was they injected all the balls with a liquid so they wouldn't float as high, Right. But the number that was drawn, you remember the number? Well,
3: they did every number except fours and sixes.
0: Fours and sixes. Okay, I didn't realize it was two, so he knew yeah. no more. I don't know. So what came up as the Daily Lottery? Six, six, six. Yeah. So everybody right there is like, whoa, the sign of the devil. That's weird. I didn't realize they had the fours. So they had yeah, combinations.
3: Yeah, the they say they play every combination of fours Which and sixes. Which would be a lot. Which would be a lot. But <laughs> listen, the payoff, the was, payoff was great. Crazy. By the way, Nick Perry was a Greek. Okay. And my family knew him. His I think his name is Periopolis. Nick, no, Nick his middle name was Pericles. Okay. Nick Pericles and I can't remember what his last name was, but my grandmother, who spoke wow. almost no English whatever, he was she, Nick peres on channel four. Yeah, yeah, Would T-A-E. be sitting there, you know, yeah, in Greek, she'd tell me, just put on Channel 4. It's right. Nick, Nick, Nick show. Perry. I said, "Well, He's not on. Put on Channel 4. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, we'll put on Channel 4. So he
1: rigged it. So, oh, yeah, what's that, Ryan? So that was on my birthday, what? 1980. 19- April 24th, 1980. A record, then record payout of $3.5 which would be $12.4 today. Oh, my God.
3: Yeah. So how many people wow. were in on the no? What do you think? Uh, there was a lot of people. A lot of people.
0: Yeah, it was rigged. So I remember that. So I was like 11. We had just moved back to Pittsburgh. And I remember that was this big story. Because we only had three. Ryan, we only had three channels back then. There was two, four, and 11. That was it. Maybe wow. oh, Channel 53.
3: Then Channel 53 <laughs> came 22, around. Yeah. 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 53 and 22. UHF
0: right. channels. but So Nick Perry was like a god in Pittsburgh, and then it came out. Yeah. It didn't take long for this story.
3: Oh, It was like the gang that couldn't shoot straight. Yeah. They wound up telling everybody about it. You know what I mean? This a is, lot is what of, happened to
0: Goodfellas. They lot everybody. Knew. A lot yeah. of people
3: knew. A lot of people
0: knew. A lot of people knew. So he went down, and I don't know. He probably served jail. Did he go to jail? I think he
3: yeah. served time. Although and, he's never admitted that he did. Really? Yeah.
0: And they ended up doing a movie. John Travolta did a movie where he was a weatherman, and I think Lisa Kudrow. I think it was Travolta and Kudrow, and it was called Lucky Numbers. And it was kind of based on that story that he was the weatherman who drew the numbers, and they rigged it. Is that right? Terrible movie, but I don't know why I remembered it. Uh, But I'm pretty sure John Travolta and Lisa Kudrow, I want to say. So that was probably like 25 years ago. But uh, is that right? Lucky Numbers?
1: Yep. Travolta, Kudrow, Tim Roth, Ed Ed O'Neill,
0: Michael Rappaport. Who? Michael Rappaport? Yeah. Yeah, pretty good cast. Yeah, it's a real good cast. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Michael Keane did a movie called The Squeeze or something. I think that was also kind of like about fixing a lottery or something. I don't know. Anyway, all right. Enough about the lottery. We should talk about yeah, football. Yeah, we're talking about, talk Steelers? about the Steelers. My Hi. God. All right. Let's talk about their numbers. They're six and three. They have a six, just like yeah. the lottery was rigged with sixes. They're six and three, which I don't know how this happened.
3: Well, you texted me last night. How I did. Did? I said voodoo. Voodoo. <laughs> yeah. <no.
0: laughs> I go, Chris, how are we six and three? We, because Chris and I play. He's like voodoo. That's the only example. That's the only, still haven't had four 400-yard uh, yeah. game total. We're going to give a
3: shout-out to, uh, you know, a guy I know not real well, but I know him yeah. a little bit, Dave Damashek. Follow oh, yeah. each other on Twitter. We talked on the phone. Pittsburgh guy. Times. Pittsburgh guy, big Steeler fan. Yeah. Here. But he tweeted out yesterday, he says, you know, they're, they're six and three. Yeah. They follow the same formula every game. Yeah. Keep it close. Let the defense do their thing. Mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett comes up clutch in the fourth quarter. So I'm going to give out a shout-out to Damoshek because he says, you know what? It can't just be coincidence. It's true. That's true. And I think he made a really good point. I retweeted that last night, and I'm giving him a shout-out now. I'd like to get Dave on the show. I'd love to have Dave. Dave, we're going to send this clip to to you. Come on the show. I'm going to reach out to him. I'd love to get him on the show. But he's right. You know, it's not a coincidence you win six games with this formula. And c- now, We really only got blown out one game in the Houston game. That was really Yeah, good. which, yeah. by the
0: way, we're like, oh, God, we lost the Texans. And now it's like, that doesn't oh, look wow. so bad.
3: Yeah, the Texans are pretty If it was college good. football
0: rankings, that would help our number because the Texans, yeah. I mean, C.J. Stroud is leading the league in passing and touchdowns, right? And I don't think any rookie's ever done that through 10 games. Not even Andrew Luck because he was up there with your boy Andrew Luck. You but, know, well.
3: I mean, I got to tell you, Andrew Luck, probably my favorite. And there's a long story why but probably my favorite player, but C.J. Stroud kind of reminds me of Andrew Luck. He's a big kid. I remember coming out of college, and, you know, I, I met a couple guys, Wes Reynolds, uh, Gil Alexander. We said, you know, I wouldn't take Bryce Young. I'd take C.J. Stroud. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he. I like the bigger guy. Yeah. Plus, he was, yeah. like I said, he was not Jamarcus Russell. You know, he was <laughs> he was a legit good quarterback. And boy, boy's <laughs> lighting it up now. He does it, kind of remind me of Andrew Luck.
0: Yeah. And it's just I, now I look back at that loss because we had already wrote that down on a win, right? I get a yeah. magnetic schedule, me and my buddy Paul that my buddy Bill sends, and I marked down, I, and I was already like almost like ready to put a W in there. And I'm like, oh, I got to wait. The game got to, and they, they, tra- they oh, crushed we
3: got, us. Yeah, we got annihilated.
0: And I remember watching a TikTok video this year. There was a guy, it's one of these guys who makes these big bets. He said, easiest bet of the year Jacksonville Jaguars winning the AFC South. And he placed like fifty thousand or a hundred thousand to win like twenty. I I, I don't know about that bet now after watching Trevor Lawrence yesterday. Well,
3: I got to tell you, here was my first kind of alert. Okay. Okay. I put up team versus team matchups, and I, you know, Battle of Pennsylvania, Phil, the Eagles versus. Okay. Uh, you mean win totals for the season? Yeah, win totals okay. for the season. So I put up one, uh, you know, with a uh, you know a number, a handicap. Sure. Cup. So I put up Dallas versus Houston. Oh, oh, Dallas God. was four or four and a half. I, I can't remember. I think four. One of my sharpest players come in and bet me—I want to say ten thousand. Yeah, might have been twenty. I can't remember on Houston. Now this is a guy like when he bets, you pay attention. <laughs>
0: like E. F. Hutton.
3: Is, yeah, believe me, I know <laughs> this guy for many too. years. And okay. When he bets, wow. you pay attention. So that was the first clue I had. Boy, um, did I read this Houston team wrong? I mean, they were. Yeah, well, they had the number two choice last year. I right, mean, new coach, horrible. right, DeMarco? Yeah, Ryan's new coach. Career. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you yeah, know, we didn't, didn't know come. about the rookie quarterback. Oh. I mean, most rookie quarterbacks that bet struggle. That looks good on paper, Dallas. Oh, I, I yeah. thought, well, yeah, we'll take that. Yeah. Sure. And now <laughs> I'm thinking, huh, is there yeah. any way I can void that one? Well, you know? yeah,
0: because it's all, the the differential now
3: is maybe only one game, right, or something. I think they're 5-4. and four. Does that
0: sound right, 5-4? We have those and standings four. again, 5-4 for the Texans and the Cowboys. Well, I'll are, tell you what,
3: I lowered the heck out of them in my future. Texans are
0: 5-4 and four now, right. We'll to That's fine. And then Dallas is, uh, well, Dallas dismantled the Giants. 3 6 and 3 6 and 3 or 7 and no 7 and 2
3: 6 and 3
1: what are the cowboys the cowboys are 6 and 3 6, six and, three. and 3 steelers
0: mm-hmm. and cowboys have the same record yeah all
1: right
0: she, and the dallas is the hype machine now what what was the sports book now yesterday that line was like 15 and a half dallas over the giants right oh, 7 no. 8 we close did it go to eight? 18 all right <laughs> Close closed. It closed so, eighteen. Late money coming in on Dallas. Huh? Oh,
3: that was not a good game for us. Not a good game. That was not good.
0: I walked to the sports. I I heard there was some Dallas fans in here, and they were just
3: oh yeah, and they're cheering all the way to the end. I you know, listen, I'm a little older. Yeah, I'm a lot older than you. <laughs> You're you more of a Ravens hater. Yes, I'm a Dallas. Well, hater.
0: yeah, I do hate. Yeah, that, I get it. Yeah, I hate yeah, Dallas. I didn't though, like but, seeing
3: yeah. Rod Woodson get that Super Bowl with them with the but, Ravens.
0: You know, oh my God! By the
3: way, twenty six. Yeah. Um. Le'Veon Bell. Another stealer. And going way back, Herb, Adler, Herb Adderley from those great Dallas teams. See, I don't 70. need that. I, that That's name sounds familiar. familiar. Herb yeah. Adderley, yeah, he's great.
0: Like the first game I remember, I remember. He was
3: really a Packer, and then he finished his career with, with Dallas, the Cowboys. And he's like embarrassed Herb. to even say he was with Cowboys.
0: <laughs> because my, my earliest memories are the two Super Bowls. Um when, uh, we beat Dallas, when we beat Dallas 35-31, mm-hmm. I believe it was January 10th, 1979, my grandfather passed away that morning, so that's why I know oh, the wow. date offhand. Uh, when Jackie Smith dropped that ball, I yeah. always like to think my grandfather swatted it away. But I remember watching that game, and then I remember watching the Super Bowl. So I, I do remember, I didn't, grow up, I didn't have the hatred of the Cowboys because we yeah. beat them, right? I'm like, well, yeah. we beat them. There's no rivalry there. But there is a great book. Called like steel's steelworkers versus cowboys. I don't know what it is. I have it somewhere.
3: Well, I might have it. Yeah,
0: yeah. you know, what I'm talking. It, yeah. it just showed the difference between the two cities. Yeah, the I might 70s, have
3: that. Yeah, where Pittsburgh
0: yeah. was, you know, going through this huge depression with the steel mills closing, and Dallas is glory days of the yeah. oil. You know, so it's a really good book and how the Steelers beat them twice in the Super Bowl. Which we always love. And so, we
3: should have beat him a third time. If I know it wasn't for Neil O'Donnell, a uh, handball throwing the ball, to Larry Brown or, Larry or whatever. Larry Brown, you know. uh,
0: but he. So I don't know who, the, who was the receiver. Was it Nancy? Th- no, Capers, the thick pen. I don't know. So it was supposed to broke in, broke out, whatever. Yeah, that was a, that was a disappointment. I was in Vegas for that game.
3: Really? Yeah, yeah. I bet.
0: And I bet all these prop bets, and I bought all these games, uh, and I bet the Steelers to win. I didn't bet the Steelers to cover, which they did. It was the one bet I didn't make. So everyone's looking through their tickets like, oh, well, at least I got. And I'm like, uh, I forgot to do that. <laughs> Oops. Um five walk-off wins yesterday in the NFL with all those kicks that had never happened. First time ever that five games ended on winning kicks, which is I mean that's got a
3: that's got to yeah, make the book go. Somebody asked me somebody from the media asked me why why are so many games going under this year in the NFL? Yeah, good question. I, said, I don't know the answer. I right. really don't. <laughs> I said, but what I have a hunch that maybe so many games are so close. Right. And they have been really for the last couple of years. Coaches are just playing it closer to the vest. Now, I know they go for it on fourth down. All, but yeah. think about it. Even if you make it on fourth down, you're still going to churn some more clock. Yeah, you know, right. Churn clock. And I think guys are just playing a little more conservatively uh, because they know the game's going to probably be decided in the fourth quarter. And, and
0: these primetime games going under uh, is, yeah. is alarming, right? Yeah. And are people people betting the unders a lot just blindly? Or are Not they blindly. Okay.
3: No. Actually, uh, yesterday I talked to Michael right right after kickoff. michael oh, Michael's gone. I said, well, the best scenario for us is Raiders and under.
0: Okay. And that's what came. That's what happened. Yeah, Yeah, the Raiders pulled that one out. Yeah, right.
1: Looking at next week, we got – there's five double-digit underdogs that opened up. Really? There's – the Commanders are 10-point favorites against the Giants. (laughs) The Lions are 10-point favorite against the Bears. The Dolphins are 11 against the Raiders.
3: I think we're up to 12. 12 Cowboys
1: already. are 11 against the Panthers, and the Niners are 10.5 against the Bucks.
3: I think we're up to 11 there, too. Yeah. Wow. That's 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 unusual. Yeah, that's some big ones. Um, by the way, you mentioned primetime games. We've got two great primetime games this week. Yeah. Bengals and Ravens on Thursday. I know. that's yep. uh, We're going to uh, watch them
0: beat each other up. I love Philly,
3: it. Philly-KC on Monday. Unbelievable. Yeah, so two great primetime games.
0: Um, well, last night's game wasn't great, though. <laughs> Don't mention though, Sunday night. Boy. What was that say you sent me a tweet Ryan about the, uh, the 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 Giants and Jets the two New York football teams have played on national TV 34 wow. times it's unbelievable and they've won a combined four
3: four, oh, games. four? I thought it was three but it's four, four. okay yeah since that's 2018 in, that's it's absurd incredible
1: since 2018 34 night games Jets or Giants they've won a combined four.
0: my God. And they keep putting them on national TV. Well, it's a New York audience. I know. (laughs) I know. know. And then tonight. It's a bunch of
3: crap. It's a bunch
0: of crap. Because people, it seems across the country, you got like Packers, Bears, Steelers, Patriots, Cowboys. Those are the teams America wants. The New York, it seems like the New York teams have seen one is New York.
3: That's old news. You know, guy. well, you want to go to New York, you get all the endorsements. Right. Who has more endorsements than Peyton Manning? Oh, my God. He was in Indianapolis (laughs) and Denver. Travis, okay. Travis Kelsey's making a run. Uh, he's from Kansas City. He's making a run, okay. him and Mahomes. Right. Yo, do we want to talk about the Mendoza? <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely yeah, want I know to talk we got, about I that. I know you got that on your list, but yeah. I know we're running out of time here. We have so, time for you uh, always. Oh, we got a guy waiting in the winger.
0: Uh, he's fine. Bill's All fine. Right. <laughs> he's not on yet. We're fine. So, yeah, okay, uh, the Mendoza line, if you want to explain what this is. And okay, the Mendoza line,
3: George Brett started it. Okay. Because remember <laughs> – I don't know if you're old enough. Yeah, to no, I remember. We had the Sunday paper. Yeah, and the had The scores. league average. Yeah, that was my the favorite. The league. Thing. I mean, I loved going through those. You know, Studying runs. Up. Uh, you know, hits, runs, average, RBIs, home runs. And you just, I, I loved pouring over those. And those were glory days of baseball. Yeah. Anyway, George Brett, who was usually like in the three eighties oh, or three nineties, three ninety one yeah And he, yeah, he said, well, as long as I'm above the Mendoza line, because universally, Mario <laughs> Mendoza of the Pirates would be like right around 200, 198 or something like that. Always at the bottom of that huge list. Yeah,
0: he was a defensive specialist shortstop for the Pirates. Uh, and then later, I think Seattle and Texas. Here, he played uh, with the Pirates as a defensive defense replacement through 1978. In five seasons with the Pirates, his averages are 221. Not bad. Whoa. Whoa. Next year, 180. 185, 198, and 218. Okay. That's brutal. So yeah. Uh and Chris Berman made it very popular. When ESPN first yeah. came out in baseball highlights, he used Mendoza line a lot. But okay. um, but the guy, the guy played in the league for like nine years. That's how good oh, he was. Of a a club good, he, he was
3: a great he had a shortstop, he really was. And
0: the thing about, by the way, if we can find a picture of Mario Mendoza and pull it up, what I always remember on his baseball card was he had the biggest glasses. Yeah. So I'm like, wait, he's a defensive specialist. If he loses his glasses, it's over. He's Burgess Meredith on the Twilight Zone. He won't be able to see, right? But uh, here's- I got a-, a quick Mendoza story. Okay, go. Okay, I want to hear the quick. Mendoza
3: story. So I'm dating this girl, nice okay. girl, you know, and I'm driving her home. She'd live with her parents still. So we pull up to her house and it's bases loaded, two outs, bottom of the ninth, right. Mendoza's up. Okay. I you know, pull up to her house. I say, I got to I gotta listen to this. Lesson. I, I'm going in the house, she said oh well, you know i'll That's walk your in. invite i'll walk it no her parents you live with her parents i i well i'm you know i want to walk you to the door i'm being polite and I, you know, i'm going in i said well i'm gonna listen to this at bat i mean it's two outs bottom of the ninth we're down by a run to philly yeah. you know i'm going in the house i said go ahead i'm not getting out of the car she goes in Mendoza gets a base hit. We beat the Phillies by one. Wow, robbery, yeah. I mean, you could probably find that somewhere. <laughs> and I th- I want to say 78, maybe 79, something like, I think 78. I never went out with her again. She was a nice girl. But, I mean, she's not going to let me listen to the last bat <laughs> of a game. Like, we we were not a match made in
0: heaven. <laughs> um, and listen to this. Mendoza's in the Hall of Fame. The Mexican Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, right.
3: So I could. I could but know. how did we come up? Why are we talking about Mendoza right now? Yeah, why are we? Because talking Because my friend Tony Sinisi. Yes.
0: Now what? What is Tony this
3: Sinisi? Who I've known for oh god thirty years. An I mean, Italian. He's, he, he, another. Vinny. Another. Not Italian, Italian. From El
0: Oh yeah, I've been From Altoona.
3: Altoona PA. Anyway, I've known Tony for thirty years or so. We've done a lot of work together. As a matter of fact, last year when you know he helped me and Vinny when we put out the NCA numbers right away. I mean. Wow! Boom! They're up here at South Point before anybody. Take ten thousand a rattle too, by the way. What's that again? We take ten thousand to a number. You know, they're lined up. They're betting them. You know. Wow. Yeah. So Tony helped me with that. So I've known Tony a long time. Okay. Anyway, he created the the Ference line. Okay. Uh, from Iowa. Right. Was, Kirk, Ferentz. Oh, Kirk Ferentz. Kirk Ferentz. He's from
0: Pittsburgh. Yeah. He's Another a, Pittsburgh, he's a Pittsburgh guy. guy. Oh. Yeah,
3: right. <laughs> Another, the Ferentz line, because when a total goes under 30, <laughs> we are now going to call that the Ferentz line. And, you know, we we don't have one yet this week, but we, uh, uh who's Navy playing? East Carolina, I want to say. Numbers like 32. Jeez. So we're not, but next week, I think it's next week, Iowa, and Nebraska. And that thing ain't gonna break thirty. Jesus. I <laughs> right. Well, I mean, talking so about that's the, the So Tony Cinesi. Tony one's Sinise, for
0: you. I love it. The Ferentz line. That's great. So we have Mendoza and Ferentz, and and the game, the Iowa game, right? It was around twenty. I heard. I was listening
3: to Sports by we, the Book. We we hit twenty seven. We wound up. I think we closed at twenty seven and a half.
0: Right, and Iowa won twenty two nothing. With the ball on like the three or four, right?
3: No, we needed it over. Oh like, my god! Don't fall on the ball, and I knew he would. Yeah, you know, don't he fall. Did. I just hand it to a guy. Let the kids score.
0: Could you imagine how many people, not only in the stadium but around the world, are like, "Oh my god, is it going to go over? Is oh, it going to?" There go was over?
3: an offensive explosion of
0: points. Iowa. You need to go out and recruit some guys. I don't know what's going on. All right. Speaking of handicapping, we have one clip for you before we bring Bill in. Uh, this is one clip, Chris. Uh-oh. I want to set it up. I want to see who you would take in this. Uh, it's a pickup game. It's, it's, this, was, this was a thing that was going around the internet. It was a UPS driver versus... Hold on, pause it real quick. Hold on, pause it. Pause it, guys. Okay, it's a UPS driver versus a FedEx driver playing a pickup game, all right? I'm going to set the scene for him. FedEx leads by one with only five seconds left. U, UPS guy picks up his dribble. Does he hit the winning shot? UPS has the ball. I'm going to say yes. Okay, here he is. He's backing him down. And... He goes up, hits it, UPS. That's what Brown does for you, All ladies right. and gentlemen. Look at that. How cool is that? These kids are going nuts. UPS, Coke <laughs> versus Pepsi, cats versus dogs. Brown delivered at the buzzer. Bang. Bang. I love it. Uh, Chris, as always, we love having you on the show. Uh tonight's action. Oh, tonight, Monday Night Football. Broncos oh, and Bills. Tonight. There's a game tonight. Broncos and Bills, Bills are seven.
3: We're up to seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. What are you um, thinking? I can tell you what I'm going to need. <laughs> okay. You want to? I'm going to eight. We need eight. Yeah. Oh, what's up?
1: Just moved to eight. Went to eight.
3: We just went to eight?
1: That's what? What am I doing? here? I got a job. let right, go. That. We're going to take a two. Uh, you know, we don't need a break. Bill ready? We'll just bring Bill in, right? Well, it looks like he just. All right. Stepped we'll away. take a break. We'll
0: take a two minute break. And,
1: oh, he's right uh, here. No, he's on the video. Oh. No, he was there. And he left his backyard. <laughs> okay. We
0: don't know who that guy is no, hanging out. We don't know. He might want to talk to you about the Nick Perry lottery fix. All right. We'll be right back in two minutes with Bill Sindelar, my buddy from LA.
2: South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first-class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400-seat showroom is one of Las Vegas's top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, bands, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grand View Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas. Enjoy the music, and if you love to laugh, don't miss the Dirty at 1230 our very own free comedy show every friday night at 12:30 a.m. in the Grandview Lounge the dirty is 100% free so arrive early go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grandview Lounge when you're ready for your favorite cocktail stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges there's a bar around every corner cuz you're in Vegas baby South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. Our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, hand-dipped cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. And if you've still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted Best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 Lanes, a pro shop, snack bar, and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza.
0: Excuse me. Welcome back to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero. Um, I think this might be the first interview I've been ready to have the headsets already on because we don't
1: <laughs> No fumbling today. No
0: fumbling today. No Denny Nagel trying to pick up the check with the ball. I think this is the first time I've been ready for our guest and have the headphones on. And Episode
1: twenty six.
0: Um, episode twenty six, ladies and gentlemen. I finally did it. Uh, uh we we wanted to say thank you to you guys watching. Subscribers are up over I said the drive for six hundred. What are we at? 615 615 okay now here's the thing we really want we want subscribers 666 we were just talking about the 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 sign of satan there that number we got to do something special for 666 what yeah. do we do you know what we do we make them we make them have to watch a jets game <laughs> <laughs> suffer with jeff yeah you got to watch a carolina game or a jets game uh if you are subscriber 666 anyway keep subscribing keep sharing the show we really appreciate it you can watch if you don't watch it live you can watch it on youtube later on and we're on where you find podcasts you can listen to us you won't get the visuals of my face but then again who wants it who wants it well that's uh, ryan that was i thought you'd be like well you know my mom my mom probably does yeah some girls out there my girlfriend okay we gotta go all right ladies and gentlemen uh i'm gonna bring him in ladies and gentlemen bill Sindelar is here bill bill what's happening buddy
4: I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I was just looking at the computer screen just showing uh, off
0: that slick hat. Just, that is Listen, I don't know what you are
4: talking about?
0: Oh my god, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you couldn't tell, Bill Sindelar, a
4: very funny gentleman and whoa, who's walking out of the coffee bean right now? <laughs> this is the most Hollywood thing I've ever done. By the way, I'm literally I'm one of those stupid people that's sitting at a coffee shop on Sunset Boulevard. It's, I feel like it's the most LA thing I've ever done because I have a doctor's appointment next door and it's like it's ridiculous. I'm one of those stupid people though. You're wearing
0: Cleveland, gear, and proudly after that comeback yesterday, what were you doing? What were your emotion? What was your I mean, the first first series they're down with the pick six, right? What's your emotional roller coaster on this game?
4: So I don't think people really truly understand the difficulty of being a Browns fan since ninety nine. Okay. No, like it's truly like yesterday, we were 0 54 in 1 when losing by 14 to nothing wow. to any NFC, AFC North team. Wow. So when you've watched the horrible football and the <laughs> thousands of dollars I have spent on this team, you literally, like it was my birthday this weekend. Yes, yes I know. Thank I, you. I had it written uh, down. Happy belated, buddy. Yeah, thank you. No, so I was like, okay, the, I, I've never been to Palm Springs before, which is crazy, because you're like, yeah. the gay guy's never been to Palm Springs. <laughs> I know, right? Um <laughs> I always felt like you had to be, like, over 50. Um, for the white part. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> the, right? So I end up, I'm, I'm watching this game. I'm like, they're going to ruin my birthday for me. And I already had no expectations. Our starting left tackle was out. Both of our starting right tackles are out. Obviously, Chubb is over because, you know, yeah. the Pittsburgh game, Chubb is out. So And, you know, Deshaun obviously is, like, put a couple games together and then got hurt. So it's just like, okay, maybe we'll pull it out. And then he throws that interception. And I'm like... I'm trying to explain to a friend of mine who doesn't watch football. He's like, there's still a lot of the game left. I'm like, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm watching the game. So I don't know if you remember Corey Almeida. Corey does warm up Yes, also. I know Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey, so Corey was my first roommate. Actually, Corey, we loved you so much as a host that Corey and I were like, we just want to be Frank Nicotero on Street Smarts. So it's just so funny now that we're like, You know, we have this relationship, but he took me, Corey and his wife took me to Palm Springs for my birthday. So I'm watching the game with a Pittsburgh fan and a gay guy who's never seen football. (laughs) And Corey is obviously rooting for us to win because he's a Steelers fan. But the emotions were like, it's halftime. My brother's like, you're always so negative. I was like, dude, we have season tickets. We've seen this before. We know what's (laughs) going to happen. And then all of a sudden, that magical second half, like Watson's 14 to 414, throws a touchdown, the defense, like our defense has been solid all year, but to like, we literally shut them down in the second half, the running game, they couldn't do anything, Um, and I just couldn't believe it. When they go to line up that field goal, my friend who's sitting next to me is like, so let me ask he's like, your kicker missed the extra point, they're not going to miss two in a row, right, because they're a (laughs) kicker, he won't miss this. And I just literally turned to him, and I'm like, you have to shut the f." <laughs> up right now, I'm like I just—you have to like not talk—and then he made it, and it was like my phone blew up from everybody. It was, it was, it was just, it was like, wow, maybe these aren't the same old Browns, you know? It's, it was such a great win. Well,
0: I, by the way, I love their uniforms yesterday too. I mean, look, I, I, I don't like Cleveland, but the orange and brown is sharp. And how much money? How much money have you spent on Cleveland gear? Because in all your Instagram and all your Facebook, yeah. all your posts, I mean, you have something different every game. Listen,
4: I save everything, Frank. Hold on. Look at this. I wore this for you. What does that say? It's my Burning Kosar, Kosar shirt. T-shirt. And it's from it's from freshman year in high school. Oh, my gosh. And I still fit into it. I only recently could fit into because I lost the weight. But, like, <laughs> okay. I save a lot of it, right? Okay. But the only things I haven't saved, like, I, I have garbage bags in my attic full of quarterback jerseys. You're like (laughs) You got a Tim Couch I finally (laughs) I got all due to every Charlie Fry And the worst thing is It's like I finally just had to buy jerseys With my names on them Because you knew (laughs) at least that person Would be there one more season There you go Um, And then I totally bought in with Baker So I have a Baker signed helmet Baker autographed shirt I ended up knowing him, not as much as his family, because his family lives in LA, like his in-laws. Oh, yeah, yeah. and it was just such a queer. It was so weird. It was such a crazy way that that happened. But yeah, man, a lot of Cleveland stuff. Yeah, you know, I I've stopped myself. I'm like, okay, you can only buy like one thing every year, so
0: that's <laughs> it's tough. It's tough, man. Now listen, uh, we've we've been talking smack about Steelers in Cleveland for years, and we got the game years. coming up. We got the game coming up this Sunday. It's a normal kickoff time, which I like. A 10 a.m. kick. And I think the line right now is around four. And somehow earlier this year, Bill, we did beat you guys. I don't know how we're 2-0 in our divisions. The Steelers have beat the Ravens and Browns in two games they probably shouldn't have won. But obviously, Nick Chubb, that, that didn't help. So here's the line right there. Yeah, it's a minus four over under 37. So what do you think this weekend? Where are you going to watch the game? Where are you going to be? Are you going to the game? Because I know you fly back I'm, a lot. I'm,
4: yeah, I'm going. Unbelievable. I'll be there. I'll be there. It's really games, sad. Yeah, Frank, you go to a lot of games. Yeah. I mean, my brother and I have season tickets. So I try to get, I mean, in the past, what I would do is, is I would front load the games because I knew we'd be out of it by November, (laughs) December. And you're like, I'm not wasting my money to go back. So this year I front loaded it a little bit and didn't go back for a a couple games. uh, And then now I'm going to go back probably for the rest of them. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, no, uh, I mean, I, I definitely spent way too much money watching them lose. And going uh, back and forth on the airline. What airline going are you back and forth. What airline are you using? I use whatever's the cheapest, Frank. Uh, yeah, I'm a exactly. spirit guy. I, know, I, I don't care what people say. Hey, I hear you. Spirit I, has never lost my bags, and Spirit has never de- delayed a flight on me, or have I lost, or have they ch- ch- canceled a flight on me? Spirit. United, Delta, American. Yeah. American lost my luggage when I went on a cruise. There is somebody, an old lady in Sicily, wearing a LeBron <laughs> James jersey and LeBrons. Um, by the I'm way, just so, saying. Now how, I,
0: I, it must be weird. You're flying Spirit Airlines whose colors are black and yellow. They're black and gold, baby. You get on those Spirit planes. Well,
4: and all my friends around me. I say friends, but, you know, you get to be friendly with the season ticket holders around you. Yeah. They're going to hate me because Corey – is coming with me because I had an extra ticket. My brother tore his Achilles and he can't go, so we had this extra ticket. And Corey's like, "I'm coming in. It's a big game." Nah, man. You know what's been interesting watching them because <laughs> I watched your game yesterday with Corey too. Yeah, you know, I try to watch the AFC North sure, teams. I do too. I, I I I hate to you know, it's like I I would always get mad at Steelers fans that like hated on Tomlin because I was like. I get a new coach every other year. <laughs> Your coach has never been under five hundred. Yeah, like what's going? You know, so it's like I watch you guys. You're always in it, and even now, you should not have won yesterday's game. No. You probably shouldn't have pulled out the game against us. But no. that Nick Chubb injury, players even said how it like. Chubb was the heart of that team, yeah, exactly. And it's just like they were just, you know. But it also it didn't help your defense scored fourteen points that game. So it was like we held you. It's just our offense gave up more points than they scored.
1: Yeah, your defense is scary. It's not hard to hold that Steelers offense. It is not. That's
0: Ryan, our producer, pointing that out. By the way, Bell. Um, Hey, Ryan. Hey. uh, So, uh, what do you see this week? Now, listen. you know what? CBS is going to hype it against Miles Garrett, T.J. Watt. Right? They're 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 top of the game. Of course, with, with Max Crosby right now, probably the three most dominating players in the league. I feel like this game, as all AFC North games are, are always close and tight, usually low scoring. Um, I think yeah. it comes down to Watt or Garrett making a play, whether it's it's a sack or a strip or a fall, you know what I mean, something there. But these two are always neck and neck the last three or four years. And I know you're probably Always. leaning towards Miles Garrett as being the, the defensive player of the year so far.
4: Well, it's funny because you know I don't. I know we, I might be jumping the gun, but we talked about placing a bet. Yes, we or, are uh, riding something on the game. But if you got I something will, now, man,
0: we'll talk about it. But we'll get to it. Whatever.
4: Well, my my thought was whoever wins is going to have to the loser is going to have to admit that their defensive player was oh. is not as good, and that the opposite win the uh, defensive player of the year. Uh, but uh, it's what's interesting. Watt is, is he just gets out more, right? He kind of can drop back and does more. Yeah. Miles is just like at the line, so I feel like you hear Watt's name more because he gets so much more involved in that like second level than Miles does. A little bit, yeah. Uh, but. Uh, it's it's really amazing. I mean, obviously, I'm a Miles guy. Watching him get like double teamed and then chipped by a running back and still getting a sack. It's pretty it's like the dude's a beast.
0: Yeah, he is. I mean, without a doubt. Um. So listen. Um. We have a clip of uh. We have a clip Uh-oh. I want to show you of the Cleveland game. It's, this or this happened in Cleveland. Uh, go ahead, roll this. So we have a clip we want to show. Oh. What is this, Bill? What am I seeing here? <laughs>
4: This is the best thing you've ever seen oh, yeah, in your life. Oh, yes, it is. So I used to be part of the – I used to be a Cleveland dancer. There I am in the middle real quick.
2: Okay, we'll see you again. It's coming
4: up. I was a Cleveland dancer. The day before this was supposed to happen, the guy – a guy got hurt. Okay. And someone calls him they're like, Bill, we need you to dance at the lighting ceremony in <laughs> Cleveland. And I was like, wait, me? <laughs> like, I'm like, I just take this for fun. They're like, we just – there you Oh, my gosh. There, there you are. Right down the left. So there we're doing the this left. dance. We're, we're doing the no stand. The stage is wet, by the way. There's dew on the stage because we're shooting at night, right? Okay, right. So just know we're slipping and sliding. So in the back, they drop a ramp right now. Okay, here comes Santa. Santa's walking up the now steps. Now, we believed it, but Get tell him what happens. So Santa's walking up the steps. Watch. Santa slips. He doesn't know his mic's open. And he goes... Ho, ho. He goes, oh, F. Yeah, he sees, And then jumps up and goes, ho, ho, ho.
0: Oh, my God. And look at this. Look
4: at Broadcast all Broadcast on TV. Oh. Dude. And at the time, I worked at SeaWorld in Cleveland, and I know pyro. Pyro goes up and out, yes. right? So when they were... When they blocked us, yeah. they were having a stand next to the pyro, and they're like, oh, the pyro shoots up. I'm like, I've done pyro. It's going to go up and out. Right. And I looked at my dance partner. I was like, we're getting out of here. <laughs> so as soon as that pyro went out, we ran. Dancers were getting burned. You oh hear people God. going, oh, running off stage, dancers. Santa slips and falls, says, OF and shoots up and has to go ho, ho. <laughs> Funny story. He actually got fired from the Buffalo lighting ceremony the next day because they heard he dropped the F-bomb on live TV. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. You can find it's on Bill Sindelar's Facebook page, by the way. Bill. Oh,
4: I, I saw that last that's night. Funny. You saw me in like two shots, too. I they know. were like, oh, we put him know. in the back in the corner.
0: Oh, my God. No, we had to have that. All right. I, that's that's too that's too funny. So listen, I want to say that, Bill, Bill also does uh, audience warm up a lot for a lot of the big shows. You've been doing uh, The Voice from its inception, right? You've been there for all of it, right? Yeah.
4: Yeah. I've been there. Uh, uh yeah. Uh, I yeah I've been at The Voice since 1981. I was, I started dancing with the stars and kind of bounced back and forth on that. I actually left dancing with the stars to do this stupid show where a girl puts on a wig and no one knows who she is. And then she takes it off and she's an ordinary girl. I'm like, Hannah Montana, this sounds dumb. No one's going to watch it. Oh, no way. I didn't
0: realize you did that. So,
4: oh gosh, dude, the first time. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah, it was, uh. (laughs) <laughs> there. Um,
0: Everyone's just cracking up over here. Was that is that is that a, something that happened with you and Miley or something or, what, or
4: just that dealing? Oh, with yeah. Kids Oh, in the crowd? yeah. Listen, I mean, it was it was the thing that was awesome about that show in that time is I was lucky. I got to do Hannah Montana. Good luck, Charlie. Jesse and um, a show called Bunked uh, it was my basically child. everything. R- that was, Ryan
1: remembers, yeah. all, child, on Disney
4: Ryan remembers
0: <laughs> all these shows, by the way. <laughs>
4: Well, and that, but but Ryan, that's the best part about my job. And Frank will probably say the same too about when he was doing it. It's like, you get to bring these moments to people. Yeah. And like, I was working on the biggest shows in the, in the kids shows in the world. These kids would like, like we would have kids who would meet Miley and like pee their pants. I'm yeah. not saying that to be <laughs> gross. I'm saying like, oh my God, Hannah Montana's here. Like Brian Wilson sat next to me and I had explained to Brian Wilson that Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus were the same person. <laughs> Brian Wilson like, of the Beach Boys. Barn Wilson of the Beach Boys oh my God. <laughs> kept asking when am I going to get to see Miley and I was like no that's her she's just wearing a wig.
1: <laughs> wow.
4: wow. He said, he um, no, body. Miley was the first person listen I, I never I didn't drink till I was 20 in college. Okay. <laughs> I I I was a very good boy. I didn't like have Premarital sex. I I I go so like I never did drugs, and then I do Hannah Montana and Miley invited me to her house for a party, and if you're gonna get high, you're gonna smoke weed with Miley Cyrus. Oh come on! So she had a joint, she passed it to Zac Efron, and I took it out of Zac Efron's hand, and I was like, oh, I'm making out with Zac Efron, and that was the first time I got high. What a
1: rotation!
4: And uh, that was so that's why man the stories. I have some. We used to have. It was just fun. Watching them grow up and like, I felt, I always felt bad for Miley because she did, you know, obviously she did stuff that people were always like, "Mm, I'm mad at her. But she was honestly, she loved her fans and people and was like one of the best people I've ever worked with or for. And uh, yeah, so. uh, Wow, that's great. So you took a joint from Zac
0: Efron. Boy, that really is a high school memory. (laughs) High school musical. Oh, shit. Anyway, you
4: guys. I, I, I had, had to learn the dances. High school. Oh, wow. I had to learn the dances.
0: Um. So. Uh. What. So you do the, uh, the. The reason you're at a coffee shop. Also, we want to point out is you do the talk almost every day, right? I mean, or it is every day or four days a week, <laughs> right?
4: Yeah. Okay. We were there, and then I uh-huh. had to get over here to the other side of the hill. Yeah, I was on the talk today, and then tomorrow I have the talk and Dancing with the Stars, and then uh, Friday I, I have the, talk the rest of the week, and then I'm doing a new sitcom with John Cryer and uh, Donald Faison. Um uh for uh nbc and they we are like we have to get back so and then i do night court next week it's uh the strike's over no more fun yeah. sitting at the pool drinking my thighs.
0: <laughs> so you're doing Night Court, which I read is like one of your all-time favorite shows, too. The original. All-time and, favorite shows. Yeah. I, I mean, come on. Harry Anderson and Marky Post. And and unfortunately, we lost Richard Mall last week, too, or a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, how do you like now? Yeah. What's the difference? Now, now, I've done a lot of warm-up. I did mostly game shows. Yeah. because I was in the game show world. I I've, I've filled in for Bill on Dancing with the Stars. And, you know, sometimes we can't do everything, so we, we trade off and we help each other out. But what's the difference? Yeah. And what, what's the difference between doing warm-up on a on – a, on a warm, on a, uh, like a game show or, uh, as opposed to like a sitcom?
4: Well, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's hard on a game show. Well, it's like, you know, or on a talk, game yeah. show, yeah,
0: you know, or the talk or whatever. Well, yeah.
4: yeah, it's every, every show is so different because it's like on the talk, it's a live show. So you, there, there's no room for error. It's like, you have to come in hot. It's gotta be a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sprint. The audience has to laugh. We can't fix it. You get <laughs> on and off. Right. And then on a sitcom, it's like, you know, when I do the Connors, it's like it's Laurie Metcalf and John Goodman yeah. and, and and Sarah Gilbert and like everything they can say the word yes and the audience laughs, right? But it's old school sitcom writers, and we come in and the scripts, you know, they they come they rarely change them, and we can shoot that show kind of quickly. And then on Nightcore, it's 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 a little different. It's like it takes us like. Four and a half to six hours to shoot an episode. So it's like those sitcoms are like marathons because you're trying to yeah. not burn the energy and you're trying to make sure everyone stays laughing while yeah. not annoying them because the more <laughs> they see you, then they can get more like annoyed of you because that or they're like, What's taking so long? And you're like, Oh, they're punching up the scene, yeah. and then they change one word. And then it, nothing was funny about it. And the actor looks into the camera and goes, that was a waste of time. And you're just like, hey, let's hear it from. Um. <laughs> you know, I went to
0: one taping. Of, uh, God, what was it? Rob Schneider was on Men Behaving Badly. It was a sitcom. Oh. And I went and saw that. And I, was, I had never been to a taping before. It was when I first moved to LA. And I didn't realize it was going to take five or six hours, you know, but I was amazed that they did the same scene over, and they did the same scene like four, five, six times. It wasn't a great show. Five, six times and expected the audience to laugh the same way on take three, four, and five and it was just brutal. Now with the Connors obviously they're, they're like you said, they're getting it quick and we know that's some of the best writing yeah. out there. But on that show it was just brutal. It was just like, oh my god, ha <laughs>
4: Like well, that. and then that, and you get blamed, or like yes. the warm up, like that's the thing with the game. The game show, right? Like they want the excitement, and you know, you know how it is hard when there's downtime because yeah. you're trying to keep people going, or if people lose, the audience loses interest. Or, it, you know, if there's a play along factor for a game show, like Press sure. Your Luck, it's fun to cheer mm-hmm. along. If it's like a, a trivia show and no one knows the answers, they're just sitting there, and yeah. it's like, or if they know the answers and the contestants don't. You know, I always would say I'm smarter than a fifth grader. People would stand there for like 15 minutes, and it's like, bro, you don't know. Just make a guess because a bird's not gonna fly in with the answer and drop it on the desk for you, and you're gonna know the answer. Yeah. But and, like, um, you know, on a sitcom, it's tough because if like the audience isn't laughing, yeah. then they think you're not a good warm-up. Yeah, it's, or, I know, it's You know, they don't want to hear that stuff. You know, a it's a just like job. this is good, this is funny. Yeah.
0: It's a tough job. So it's really tough sometimes for us. Um, Ryan, what's going on on live yeah. comments? Is anyone in about anything in particular on the show today?
1: Uh, Michael O'Day <laughs> said, "Less than zero taught us burgers, everything we n- ever knew about peace, Palm Springs." Okay, <laughs> less than my
0: friend Michael. He's obsessed with less than zero. I think he's equating this to possibly the party at Miley with Miley and Zac Efron as well, and then Palm Springs. <laughs> he always quotes that movie, Mike. What are you, he's a lawyer. He should be a lawyer, and, but he loves talking about less than zero. I love it. So, what kind of bet are we going to make on this game, Bill? We got to do something. Have you – do you work anything up here? I mean,
4: tell me, what do we do? I mean, I I, I feel like – I mean, I don't know when you're going to be back in L.A. I am never, ever – I mean, I can try to find a Steelers jersey yeah. and be forced to wear it on the talk. Yeah. that
0: that That's that's um, what I – okay, I'll tell you what. Let's make it that half. If the Steelers win, you have to wear a Steeler jersey. And I I'll I know someone. I, I can get you one, Okay. I'll get you a jersey. Okay. It might not be the next day, but it'll be you know within that week. Paul Sugarman's got like thirty jerseys. He'll get one to you. And then if uh, I'll tell you what, if 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 the Browns win, maybe you could send me some Browns gear later in the week. I'll wear the Browns gear
4: on Friday. I will on Friday to a Johnny Man's jersey oh, you can god. wear my johnny jersey. and i'm in vegas
0: it's Johnny's perfect football. yeah it's
4: vegas <laughs> this was his favorite that's his yes. that's what I'm talk- but this is what perfect. i'm talking about frank that's yeah. what no one understands yeah. your quarterback that you drafted that's supposed to be your franchise quarterback has a concussion and he takes a private jet to vegas oh my god and is puts on a wig and calls himself billy <laughs> and then how are you supposed to root for this team i know and Dude, i love he hangs out he was hanging out Oh dude, so but good. yeah, but I knew he wasn't going to make it as a pro. Frank, he used to hang out at Jinkie's all the time, hungover. <laughs> the Jinkie's on Ventura there, in Sherman Oaks, that one? Yeah, but my my I was I knew the, I knew the waiter and he would text me. Your boy's here. I'm like, "He ain't <laughs> my boy. I am not coming to see him." I can't even watch the documentary, Frank.
0: Oh, I watched it. It's only like an hour and a half and no. they, they kind of
4: at the no. end they just kind
0: of gloss over the whole stuff, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, he kind of like yeah, it's bad. But Johnny Yes, I will Oh my God! Am I gonna? Was he number two? What was he? Yep. Two. Uh, so was his two. career number two. Ah. ah, ah. Oh,
4: but, um, so wow.
0: uh, and what's that? What's that place behind you hiring? <laughs> what's the? What's the strip mall there that says now hiring? What oh, it's a,
4: it's a coffee bean tea, and it's coffee bean. They're You're they're hiring? looking for baristas. Right, yeah, they're looking for baristas. Look at it, that Johnny Mansell. Oh, there Look it at is. him
0: now. Who's that on the? Oh, that's his disguise. That's, that's Billy. It. There's Billy. Look that's at this Billy. idiot. Oh, my God. Yeah, he lost. Think the, about uh, it. Things were
4: so bad in Cleveland. Kyle Shanahan did a PowerPoint presentation as to why he should be let out of his contract in the middle of the season because of Johnny Manziel. Wow. Think about that.
0: That's hysterical. we didn't got to get our hands on that PowerPoint. That would be genius to see. Holy. Oh, wouldn't that be that amazing? Be, I admit, <laughs> oh, I couldn't even imagine. Slide A. He's in Vegas <laughs> right now. <laughs> we are in meetings and he's not there. <laughs> um, so we have that second clip ready. We have the second clip ready. Why don't we just go ahead and roll that. Uh, we're towards the end of the show. but oh. I wanted to thank you for being on the show. And a, a point, we have to say bye-bye-bye. And there's you bye, and Joey bye, Fatone. Bye. Bye, never dun, 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 dun. How excited were you to do the bye-bye-bye dance with Mr. Fatone?
4: You know what's so weird, dude, about our careers? Yeah. We have worked with people that were like our idols yeah. or people that we've been to concerts to. And I have been fortunate because when I used to – Work with Wayne Brady and Wayne and I were oh, yeah. friends. Wayne and Joey were really good friends because they worked at Beetlejuice at Universal in Orlando. Wow! So I got to really, and then Joey and I did a couple shows together uh, on the road. Yeah, and I did Singing Bee with them. Epic.
0: Yeah, Singing Bee was my-
4: Oh yeah, you did yeah, Singing yeah. Bee. I did uh, Karaoke Battle USA. Yeah. we traveled the country, and that was we had some epic nights. <laughs> but um, it was just amazing, you know, when you when you're like you would go to see those in concerts, then you're like doing the Bye 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 dance with them on with television. It was. Uh, oh. Yeah. And he's the coolest guy, uh, He's man. a super Joey's nice guy. Yeah, guy,
0: every man. time I bumped into I saw him in a supermarket after that where I think yeah. we first met was at the Ralph's there in Studio City. You came up to me uh, and introduced yourself. We knew of each other. We had never met. But I think the thing that I'm going to take away from this interview the most is he and Corey wanted to be Frank Nicotero. Did you hear that, Ryan?
1: I did hear that. They wanted
0: to be me. And
4: look at him now. We did, dude. Bill, excellent we, look job. Look at him. Good luck. In Vegas In hosting Vegas. a show. I know. I know. And look at me. I'm still throwing shirts to America, drinking <laughs> coffee on Sunset Boulevard. I love it. Hey, excellent job. I guess I have to. I have to say good luck. But
0: next week you'll either see him. We're gonna get. We'll get a clip of him doing warm up at the talk, wearing a Steeler jersey, or me wearing a Johnny Manziel jersey. Which, by the way, the more I think about it, not so bad. I I, I might not mind that. That's kind of cool. But Bill, excellent job. Good luck the rest of the season. I hope your team stays healthy, Thanks, as guys. Well as Steelers. Thank Bill, you, Bill, killer job. Bye bye bye. Thanks. Bye-bye, bye-bye, <laughs> bye And I think that's bye-bye-bye for us, isn't it, Ryan? Show 26.
1: Show 26. You yeah. will not be here Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday. I will not Wednesday, be Thursday. here.
0: I'm heading out to New Orleans um, to film this game show I host, uh, Wait What Happened, which is on the very local app, which is free. I encourage people to get it. Uh, so I will not be here. It will be Alex and her dad, Danny. Kenny. Kenny. Kenny or Danny. That's why you got to tune in. God darn gotta it. I was so close. Pack.
1: My name is. So
0: close to getting through this show with a perfect record. Uh, Danny. Kenny. Denny, Kenny. <laughs> so on Friday you can do a, a carlay, Kenny and no, yeah, Kenny and Ryan a carlay. Well, you'll fr- be here. I'll Friday. be here. <laughs> do you know your schedule? I don't know my schedule. I just when the light goes on, I just I go and then I stop talking and then I just say when do I come back. Anyway, uh, thank you for watching the show. Uh, Sports by the book is on today at three p.m. in go. the studio, and they just do an hour on Mondays. Yep, yep. Okay. Uh, Alex and Kenny, have fun. Uh, I will be back on Friday. So I'm missing shows 27, 28, 29, but I'll be back for 30. Be back for our Logan's Run episode. Someone's laughing at home on that. Logan's Run, you had, you were killed at 30. It's a great science fiction, movie, science fiction movie. Great job, Bill. Thank you, Chris. We'll see you next time. I'll be back Friday, but make sure you come back tomorrow at noon. <laughs> Signing off like Dick Clark. There you go. Uh, what's the name of the show? Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero. Lines, live in Nevada, every show.